I am a scientist. It's so cool. Stand up a bit. Why? I can't comprehend. Why would you eat that potato? I am surrounded by a bunch of unskilled, cowardly worms. Just believe in yourself, not in the Simon that I believe in, not in the Kamina that you believe in. Have faith in the Simon that believes in you. I am protector of the innocent. I am the light in the darkness. I am truth. You may have invaded my mind and my body, but there's one thing a Saiyan always keeps. This Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Otaku's Must Die. Heyo! I'm your host, Jared Riley. Here, as always, with my co-host, Ben Malahan. Yo. And Alex Moreau. What up? What up? I feel like we should add that, oh, congratulations <laughs> to the opening <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> we should, actually, because that's hilarious. <laughs> We're talking about the SAO thing where, um, what's that guy's name? Black Shopkeeper. I believe that's his full name. It's not his full name. First name Black, last name Shopkeeper. Agil. <laughs> Agil. Yeah, that's it. Agil. A-G-I-L. Wow. We saw some racist shit on this podcast right now. <laughs> I didn't call him Black. That was Alex. <laughs> Why is that racist? I'm just There's stating more a in the color of his skin. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> Name one other identifying characteristic. He's uh, African-Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually is African-American-Japanese. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he like the one American character? <laughs> yeah, but he, he lives in Japan, so he's African-American-Japanese. I got nothing. Glad <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to you here. I'm not, I got nothing. We're trying to go for more of a, more of a PC feeling to our recordings. <laughs> so... What does this podcast come to? I don't know what to do anymore. But fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. We could talk about some news. We could do that. <laughs> all right. Let's just go to news. I just feel so defeated. I'm sorry. That's you know, how you always feel, though. Uh, I had the Gamers Must Die news pulled up. Uh, okay. It's so fucking embarrassing for you. Stupid. How embarrassing. <laughs> Okay, number one, uh, Samurai Jack is coming back for a new season. How's that? How's the other guys feel about that? I mean, Samurai I'm, Jack. I mean, I was fucking pumped. I didn't think it would ever happen. I have no idea how it still has enough steam to <laughs> get a series like that. You know, it 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 uh, it was on Netflix as of maybe a year or two ago. It must have gotten a lot of uh, traction there or something. Yeah, and the comics were doing pretty well for themselves. There's comics? Yeah, there were there were comics that actually continued the story and kind of started wrapping things up. So I wonder if this new series is going to be directly based off of the comics, which would be neat. Well, I mean, did, uh, was... I can't even pronounce Gendy Tartakovsky. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even... <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce Russian names, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, did he <laughs> did he write the comics? Um, I'm not sure. I'd have to go look that one up. Well, I mean, if they did, then that would mean they're probably canon, so I guess that would probably be what the season would be. I'm guessing that he did, though, because I know that the comics were kind of like a labor of love thing. 
that guy has a lot of love for his works, and I respect the hell out of him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I really want to know if the old background artists are going to be on board because I can't, I can't remember the name of the primary background artist for the life of me, but the backgrounds were like in huge part what made that series for me. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Well, we know that we won't have the original voice actor of Aku. Well, that's true. He's dead. He is dead. <laughs> I wonder. Apparently, he was teaching his son to do all of his like signature voices for him before he passed away. So maybe his son will like carry the torch and be Aku. That'd Didn't, be kind of nice. Uh, the guy who played Captain uh, Murphy in Sea uh, Lab. When he died, didn't he have his son? I mean, didn't his son also do his voice after he died? I have no idea, died? but that'd be awesome. <laughs> I thought that was the case. I, I don't exactly remember, though. Well, I know Jim Henson's son did Kermit. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, just got to keep, keep the legacy alive for all these, all these people. So Samurai Jack was a show that was on TV at one point. Yeah. Oh, I remember did... seeing, like, that it was on. That 2001? Maybe. Yeah. And, but was it like aimed at kids or was it aimed at like teens or adults? Well, it, or? All ages. It was really weird when it first came out because... Um, it's Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. It had these really sort of serious action sequences and like um, art wise, it seemed to be targeting an older audience because it was really stylistic and sharp and dark. Yeah. So it seemed like a late teens kind of thing. Also, it had this really weird niche humor that a lot of kids didn't really pick up on at all. But at the same time, it was definitely like G-rated. All of the quote-unquote blood is like robot oil and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say G-rated, but definitely PG. Yeah, PG. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. It was good, though. I I really enjoyed it. I loved it. And they canceled it before the story was over. Yeah. No, the the story is... um, there's a samurai, and he's trying to like take on this massive shape-shifting force of evil. Okay. His name is Aku. So uh, the samurai goes to battle Aku, and Aku um, opens up a portal and throws him into the future. And in the future, Aku like, rules the universe oh, pretty okay. much. So the samurai has to fight all of Aku's minions in the future, and he's trying to find a way to go back in time to kill Aku, and he's still weak. Ah. I like that moment when I realized the show was a power-up shonen, basically, because remember when he was doing the training with the rocks to be able to basically fly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, like, as the series went on, he just kept on picking up new little special abilities and things like that, too, or, like, new companions that would rejoin him along the way, like yeah. the angry Scotsman with the Gatling gun for a foot. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I really like that this new season's like not a reboot. It's just like a new season. Yes. What is it? Sixteen like <laughs> sixteen years later or fourteen or whatever. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, coming out with a new season of something that many years later is just insane. I wonder if they're gonna do like a really awesome like couple of uh like like an OVA or something like that to recap the previous season for people who are new to it or it'd be really cool if they did that in H D as well because uh the stuff on Netflix was four by three and and SD, I believe. So it'd be it'd be cool if they remastered it. Oh fuck yeah! That'd be awesome. <laughs> From the way you describe it, in terms of the humor and tone and stuff, it sounds like all like the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you seen that? I have, but it's mm, no, no. I didn't really dig it as much as I wanted to, but it's definitely very different from that. Like, is it? 
Oh, yeah. If you go and like look up the action sequences for Samurai Jack, you'll see what I mean when I say that it's stylized. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new one, isn't like too far off the mark of the other shows that are being produced around it. Yeah. But Samurai Jack was way out there. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think that this is a better example of like a Western anime style than something like Avatar, right? All, all the other kids show crap. Mm-hmm. It's it's so hard to quantify what is and isn't anime when other countries are producing very similar <laughs> styles. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm excited about it. Me too. All right, next up, uh, Stein's Gate uh, alternate episode 23 aired. And it's to prime us for the upcoming uh, Stein's Gate Zero game and uh, subsequent anime adaptation. Cool. It's going to be so awesome. <clears throat> so when did it air? Uh, last month, I believe. And it was just, uh, it, was, it was incredible. So as far as like which ending you like more goes. Well, obviously I like the, the original ending more. Uh, because the alternate ending isn't really an ending. It's just kind s- of lining you up for something else. I'm trying to think of how I could put this without being Spoiling. too spoilery, but I'll, I'll try. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So in episode 23, uh, you the main character, Okabe, uh, gets a message from his uh, his future self after he fucks something up terribly, um, telling him, it's all right, uh, just try it again, and it'll be fine. And he, and he gives him, like, a hint on how, how to fix things. Mm-hmm. This alternate thing is is a world where he had never gotten that message. Oh. So he's basically, he is the future Okabe in this episode. The one who... The one who, who sends in the message that says everything is going to be fine, just try again. Yeah. So this is going to be a story, I think, of his struggle to reach that point where he, you know, figures out how to fix things. And it's going to be cool, though, because it's going to go more into the future of the potential dystopia that they're trying to prevent. Right. After happening. he's like terribly fucked things up. Yeah. So it's it's going to be fun. <laughs> did you never even finish it, did you? Nope. Yeah. It's bullshit. I got to like episode... 11 or something and then I petered off and then everyone I told was just like are you fucking kidding me episode 12 and or 13 <laughs> is where things get good <laughs> and I'm like you know I just keep I keep on hearing that maybe one day I'll pick it up and they're like Jesus fucking Christ Alex I know you've had my discs for like four months too <laughs> <laughs> that's just a matter of I still need to give you your discs back including Azumanga Dio yeah you do <laughs> terrible person Alex I know Ah, I think I bet she's already sold them for crack. Yeah, for crack, <laughs> for crack rocks. Seen my habits. <laughs> Do you think that was too spoilery? I, I think that was okay. I think it was okay yeah. too. Sure. I mean, future messages are pretty par for the course, yeah. right? So I think if you're a Steins Gate fan, watch this OVA for sure. Uh, it's gonna really prime you for the for the new season that's gonna come in I don't know a year or so. Are you gonna play the game? No. Is the game VN or what? Yeah, it's a VN. Okay. And it's a what? Uh, visual, visual novel. novel. Oh. Um, I kind of want to play the original VN though. Did you never play it? Uh-uh. I don't, it's not on Steam, which is the, my most likely place to to buy it. Yeah. What system is it for? Uh, it's PC. PC. Probably some consoles that, but not here. Yeah, I think it came out on PS2 or something like that as well, but only in Japan. I wonder if that would be fun. I don't know. 
I'll have to try it someday. It looks really gorgeous. I've seen a lot of the art from it. It's got a really cool style. Yeah. You need to finish it, Alex. What are you doing with your life? Oh my god. <laughs> and if you have people telling you you need to watch the next episode. <laughs> Do you even remember the where you left off well enough to even jump back into it at this point? Kind of. It's only been like eight months. I'm with Alex. I've heard people tell me that about various shows in the past. And I yeah, think- but this is like this is yeah. really really it's so hard to get that it's so hard to like build up the enthusiasm yeah. to like get yourself back into the series once you've lost it not you only know? that it's like how about you just not make your show shitty enough where I actually stop watching it before it gets good and then yeah, you know, but I'll watch the whole thing it makes thing. it all worthwhile like there's, there's no such thing it as... has to be like that almost <laughs> like, no. it's just it, no. it's hard to explain you just have to fucking if anyone out there who's listening to this and has watched the anime are gonna know exactly what I'm talking about here <laughs> no yeah Those they people will who settled for you know <laughs> wasting their own time and then tried to justify it later because it got better I might I will probably end up watching it before the new series comes out it's just it's something that I have to remind myself to do and it's something that I'm gonna have to do privately because apparently um, roommate does not like it. So I'm like, fuck, can't watch it in the evening. We're both home. He doesn't like Steins Gate. No, he got bored. Well, guess what? See? I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. The, that series Jericho, have you seen that? No. Okay. It's a really good series. Ran for one season, then I got revived down the road for like second short season. Anyway, the first, the pilot, like a lot of pilots, was not was probably the weakest element of the show. Mm-hmm. But the pilot was good enough that you wanted more. So if the pilot had been super shitty, then I would have stopped watching and never enjoyed the show as it got way better as it went along, but it was still good to begin with. Like if if it bored me at first, I didn't watch it, it just means that they did a, a shit job. I mean we're acting like Stein's Gate is a terrible anime for the first half, which wow, it's I saw not. the first episode, it <laughs> sucked ass with you. Oh, you were just not in mood to watch anime then. It's a good anime. It's definitely not terrible. The main character is its biggest selling point for me. Like, the biggest reason I have to keep watching the anime is just to see him doing his thing. There's a lot but, of good humor in the early episodes, for sure. Yeah, it's like good humor, but it just didn't have enough else And the sci fi elements are interesting, it. too. I mean, all the time travel stuff. I mean, that, that happens early on. No, we haven't really gotten into the time travel from where I am. Like, there's a little bit that's being done. Like, they experimented with the banana and shit like that, but. It hasn't, like, I feel like 12 or 13 is where I'm really going to start seeing that. You know, out of the whole anime, there's probably only two episodes I don't like, and that one of which is uh, dealing with that idol cat girl. I really don't like the idol cat girl. And uh, that's just unnecessary. And the other one's uh, dealing with the trap. And she's also, her storyline's also unnecessary. Well, it was a VN. Like, <laughs> yeah. you have to have your shrine maiden traps and your cat girl <laughs> idols. Like, there's a couple things that just sort of hurt my brain <laughs> with them, but <laughs> it's it's fine. Like, it's, the anime is so goddamn epic. <laughs> it's just, just watch it. God damn it. All right. Next up, uh, this is like something Alex. Like fanboy. What? Sound like a fanboy. Oh. Lost all sense of right and wrong, good and bad. Ah. <laughs> uh, Listeners out there, please show me some love here. She's got like a terrible case of like anime blue balls or something. Like you're so close to getting to the good part and then you just fucking stopped. All the fans out there who agree with me, you need to step up and 
and show me some love here. You get like a wave of emails. That I'm are getting just like- shit on. I'm getting shit on by my co-hosts. They don't even know what they're talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, fine. We're moving on. Now I'm just angry. <laughs> All right. This is something Alex just added. Um, new Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah. Well, what's so up with that? Not too much is actually known about like the plot or the main characters or anything like that. We know that it's called The Red Turtle. We know that it's coming out in Japan September 2016. And we know the staff that's working on it, but little else. So kind of waiting for a trailer. Um, the one thing that people are really worried about with this movie is that it's in like the post-Miyazaki era. So Studio Ghibli is trying to figure out like, what the fuck are we going to do, guys? <laughs> and um, a lot of people are nervous because the writer and director of this new movie are both French. Huh. And they're just like, fucking Baka Gaijin making Ghibli movies. <laughs> but it means like dumb foreigner. But well, um, he, he had a lot of French influence in his movies already. So yeah. it's just like it's a big shock or anything. A <laughs> lot of his movies had French influences or were taken from like, you know, like European works of fiction. They so didn't it's really not- feel like I was watching anime, to be honest. Right? And when I think of anime, I don't think of those movies at all. Yeah, no. It's just the visuals, which have like the Japanese overall tone. And good news for people who are worried about the visuals, the art is directed by Isao Takahata. He's the guy that did Princess Kaguya and Grave of the Fireflies. And um, the visuals are all being produced by Ghibli. So you don't hmm. have to worry about it looking like shit quality. I think, like, I'm excited. I'll roll with it. I've seen some damn good French narration, and they're great with animation, too. So even if it was produced, like, even if the animation was produced by French people, I'd be cool with it. There's French film influence on so much stuff in anime. It's crazy. Even, like, the disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya movie was just felt like a French film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, uh, aside from the U.S., as far as Western countries influencing Japan's culture, France would be way up there on the list. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yep. Look forward to some new Ghibli and give it a chance, guys. You don't just, like just try, guys. Don't be hating on the on the French. I'm not gonna give it a chance just because I don't like Ghibli movies at all in the first place. But. <laughs> <laughs> I divide Ghibli movies into two categories, and one of those categories I love, and the other one I really don't care for. Um, the, he has his really sad wartime animes or movies set in like realistic settings. Mm. So I'm talking like Grave of the Fireflies and When the Wind Rises and stuff like that and um, Whispers of the Fucking Heart. And I don't really like any of those except for Grave of the Fireflies, which was just fucking depressing as all. And then there's the other half of the Ghibli movies, which are like the fantastical, the childish, the like magical ones. And I really love those. So... I haven't tried actually the former, but I I, I watched one of those uh, fantastical movies. Spirited Away. No. House Moving Castle. No. Ponyo. No. Arietti. No. Porco Rosso. No. Cat Returns. No. This is a good podcast. Kiki's right Delivery Service. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm at once bored and awe. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. The popular one. God damn it. I just listed all the popular ones. <laughs> uh, the one where like there's like a demon that's like fucking attacking some village. Oh, Princess Mon. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah. The, the huh. only one you didn't list that was popular. Yeah, fuck, I was getting there. <laughs> but um Well, I read that it was the best one, so I was like, I'm gonna watch the best one. And I didn't like it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Well, the most critically acclaimed one was Spirited Away. They definitely have really different atmospheres. I feel like you would like Spirited Away more just because it's a lot it's a lot more funny and cute and just visually appealing. Like it is absolutely gorgeous. Huh. Well, maybe I'll try it then. It's the story of a human girl who is trapped in a bathhouse for spirits. So she just kind of works around the bathhouse and tries to get back to the human world. That's right up my alley. Yep. You know how I'm about bathhouses. Mm-hmm. And human <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that a little bit. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, next news piece. Uh, you wrote, there's a Phoenix Wright anime coming up by A1 in yep, April. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's being released April 2016. It's being made by A1 Productions. They're the guys that did Working, Blue Exorcist, Sword Art Online. My list could go on you for like A1 10 pictures? years. Is it pictures? Yeah. Damn it. Moron. Rookie mistake. <laughs> Sorry, guys. A1 pictures. But um, yeah. Um, I've seen some promotion art for it. It looks pretty cool. But I'm a little bit disappointed that it, it like the art looks more serious than the games were. If you've seen any. Is this the first Phoenix Wright anime? Yeah. There huh. was a live action movie that was produced, and I think there were like some books. And There's then there were like the join games that, that are made, but what? Objection! That's the one thing everyone knows about that series. <laughs> That's all I know. Or that <laughs> shitty 3DS series. Just that meme. <laughs> and that meme does not make me interested in the series. No, so. I, I could do without the meme. The series was, um, I don't know. I played a few of the games, and they were pretty fun, except. It was one of those things, like one of those issues that you run into with point and clicks all the time where you just start mashing on every object in a scene to see which one you can pick up ah, or which terrible. one you're supposed to notice. Because like it's it's a court game, right? So you have to like gather evidence and shit like that. But sometimes the evidence is entirely non-sequitur, especially because of how ridiculous the cases are. So it's not like you can really... In intuitively pick up on some of these things you just end up like bonking your head at shit until something works uh. but i do really like the sense of humor and the character designs are really cool and funny well you're gonna have to tell us all about it come april yeah and how you feel about it <laughs> we'll do <laughs> all right um let's move on let's change things up a little bit let's do alex's japanese lesson sure because why not you need an intro because for that, why not right? It's Alex's Japanese lesson time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. I dig it. <laughs> Just you have to slow it down a lot, though. So it's like it's Alex's yeah. Japanese, and then just like play like a little screeching noise or something in the background. I don't know. I like people screaming like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, since last time we went over greetings, this time we're going to go over goodbyes. I will tell you one thing. Um, I have I've been listening for Hisashi Buri, and I have, <laughs> I've been hearing it. I'll tell you one thing. I don't remember shit from last time. So oh, I, I feel like I actually you learned been something. Doing your individual study. No. Well, you didn't give me any homework. You know. Oh, okay. Homework I'll is give you guys uh, watching anime. Now, homework is is you know give me a task to do. Well, I so did I, my so homework, Alex. Oh, the thank you. 
I noticed Hisashi Buri all over the goddamn place. Good job. Yay! <laughs> My mind has been expanded exponentially. Is, isn't it funny that like once you know one of those phrases, you can't help but see it fucking everywhere in anime? Yeah, now instead of only understanding like 2% of everything I hear, it's like I understand like 2.05% of everything that I hear. Good job. <laughs> It's like my daughter. <laughs> she figured out the word bedtime. We can't say bedtime around her anymore. It's fucked. Oh. <laughs> Start spelling it out, but then she'll learn the spelling like a dog. Yeah, the, the spelling it out works, actually. So, <laughs> I have done that. It won't that. work forever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless All right, she's really so, stupid. Uh, <laughs> so goodbyes. Okay, We're so doing? the first goodbye that pretty much everyone knows is sayonara. It's just like the little translation of goodbye. Now you guys turn. Sayonara? Yeah. Sayonara. Sayonara? It has like an extra oo sound hidden in there, so it's not sayonara, it's sayonara. That's interesting. Every time I've ever seen the English, uh, see that word written in English, I've never seen a U in there, so that's, uh, that's interesting are to know. fucking commoners. Fucking commoners. <laughs> sayonara. 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 Right? Yes. But faster and, and not retarded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sayonara. 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 Good job. But pretty much nobody says that. So just throw that right out the fucking window. Because, like, can you imagine, like, saying goodbye to your friend? Then you say, oh, goodbye. Goodbye, Jared. Goodbye, Ben. <laughs> nobody actually fucking says sayonara in person anymore, yeah. really. Unless it's a super formal, like, sort of businessy meeting so we're gonna learn some other goodbyes that are more casual or more associated with friends and family all right so um these next goodbyes are kind of a set and you hear them all the time in anime so keep this in mind um it's the first one is itakimasu 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 you know i i actually know that one because uh wait it's a what Itekimasu. Itekimasu? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, you know, itadakimasu. I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was trying to figure out the difference between those two words because I, I would hear them and I was like, so I, I I actually did some research on my own to see if there's what the differential between those two words. Nice. Itekimasu is usually like, I'm leaving home now. Yep. And um, the complimentary phrase to go with that, if you're saying goodbye to someone who's leaving home, but you're the one who's staying home, is itterashai. Mm-hmm. So, i te ra shai i te Yeah. So that means, like, have a good time. So, in anime, you see it all the time, like, the little girls just, like, i te Yeah, see, I, that's what I, the when I hear you say that, that's what I picture some fucking girl yep. saying that to another girl mm-hmm. in anime. That's from what I've seen. Running it, out of the house with, like, toast in her mouth yeah. or some shit. Yeah. There's always gotta be that scene in the front, the front door. Yep. It's, it's important important part of anime. Okay, sounds trope. like chopping carrots in the kitchen or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um the next two are super casual and you will probably use them a lot with friends if you decide to use them. Mm-hmm. And there is janet. It means like see you later, but you kind of say it like you are saying half of a sentence. Like you're just kind of casually leaving the rest of the sentence off. So you say like janet means like yeah, pretty much. What's like, the it's, full sentence then? There's no like direct translation that really makes sense. Ja is kind of like, uh, it's like a filler word. Like ja or like then. 
and ne is actually a particle where you seek affirmation. So it's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, see, there's, right. no, there's no, yeah, it's fuck it. Done. It's just like the closest thing I can think of in English is like see ya, like when you just, you're just like later or okay. something like that yeah, to your buddy. But that's part of a whole like see you later thing, right? Yeah, I will see you later. Okay, it. <laughs> John it is kind of, it kind of has the implication that you're going to see that person again sometime soon. Right. And in that same vein is matane, because mata just means later. So later, right? And you just leave. That's it. Okay. So jane and matane. matane. Those are probably like the most useful ones that you can pick up on. And um, no, this one, useful for me for me is like, where can I find a taxi? Where's a, where's a translator? <laughs> okay, next time we do an episode, I call the police. I'll pick up <laughs> phrases specifically for Ben. Like I wake up in like you know a brothel in the middle of downtown <laughs> Tokyo, and I'm just surrounded by criminals. And like, what the fuck do I do? Right? Like, what the fuck do I say? That's useful. <laughs> just be like, I'll, I'll teach you how to say like, I have no money. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> my family is very rich <laughs> they will pay for me <laughs> they will look for me I'll just teach you how to say they will look for me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't there even but, more casual uh, goodbyes than that it's just like da ja. he's ja. like da and then just like wander away or something yeah or like that's what I hear the most means like later again just super casual it means like with later Kind of literally, but but yeah, there are tons of ways to say goodbye. You could also just say bye bye. <laughs> bye bye is more of a thing for like cute girls, though. Oh, because yeah. it's English, so they throw random English shit in there. Yeah, it's bye bye. Alex Chun, bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the throwing the random English words in all the time? Random English words is very fashionable. Yeah, it's fashionable. Yeah, it's definitely like a youth culture thing. Because they all know English anyway. They're all taught English in school. Well, they're all forced to learn English, but they don't actually want to know English. They just want to know the like specific fashionable English phrases. Because apparently Japanese people suck at speaking English on the whole. Just like yeah. recent statistics show that like despite the fact that like all of them are forced to learn English, almost none of them retain it yeah. post high school. It's kind of like algebra for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like just, Spanish in high school for us. Yeah, yeah, like don't need that shit anymore. Just going to throw that right out. <laughs> Yeah. It's like you learn how to write it, sort of, and you learn how to memorize it for tests, but you don't learn any real-world application for mm -hmm. it. And, like, you never use it. So if you don't use it, you lose it. If you go, like, four years without ever speaking English, then... I saw a YouTube video where people are being interviewed about, on the street in Japan, like, about English, um, and they all pretty much universally said that they've the school's fucking failed at teaching English, and the, the best way to learn would be to go... Just hear it. They, that they need more like English speaking teachers and stuff. Yeah, because like um, apparently it's just super like test standardized and it's not even like practical application English. They're teaching them like fucking old English mm. and like English literature and things like that. But they're not learning like casual dialects or properly practicing speaking uh, with each other. Yeah, I don't know if I, even I could pass a Japanese English class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why people get paid so much like college students get paid to go over there and teach English like after college or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do they take high schoolers after they graduate from high school or do you have to be in college to do that? I think you have to be in college. Yeah. It's 
I think the base requirement is that you have some sort of college degree. It doesn't even have to be a linguistics degree. Like I got approached for the program. I'm a fucking business student. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as you have like a college degree, then you can go overseas and teach English. I wonder how strong your Japanese has to be to be able to do that. Not at all. Not at all. You don't have to know any yeah. Japanese. You don't have to know shit. All right. Maybe I'll do it then. Fuck. You could. No, it's like, seriously, for like, <laughs> that'd be fun. People out there who like don't know what they want to do and they want to like have some sort of cool experience like that. It's like the perfect thing to do. Yeah, I was going to say it's like the sanctum for like young, like directionless white dudes. Well, also, <laughs> all, all these cute little Japanese girls. I understand. We, we have a friend who <laughs> didn't do this exact route, but kind of did this. Number one, if you're a white dude in Japan and you're not hideous, you're going to get laid a lot more than you would over here. That's what I understand. Yep. Uh, and then also, there's a bunch of other Americans over there. So you're just hanging out with a bunch of Americans and then, you know, banging uh, cute Japanese girls on the side. I'm really advocating for dudes here. Girls probably don't really care about this. <laughs> this I'm just saying that uh, if you don't know what you want to do and you happen to have like a, you know, a bachelor's degree. <laughs> yeah, as a girl, you won't really get laid at all because it is very looked down upon. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're just not supposed to fuck around in Japan. Oh. Uh. But I, I fuck around everywhere. Wait, the, the, the girl. The, so it's not looked down, down upon for the guys to be, you know, having sex with the white girls. It's it's the white girls shouldn't be. Yeah, white girls shouldn't be fucking Japanese dudes. Yeah. Japanese dudes got to find like nice Japanese wifeys. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it would be kind of awkward because, you know, all like Japanese genitals are like blurred out. So if like you had sex with a white person, it, one would be blurred, one wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be like, I, don't, I really don't know where to like put things. I don't know. I can't find it. I can't it. see shit. It's all fucking just like pixelated. <laughs> yeah. All the young, all the, you know, girls around here, all a bunch of fucking SJWs or whatever. If I go to Japan, I could have much better luck. I wonder if there's a social justice warrior equivalent in Japan. I don't think so. Not, Not really. <laughs> yeah. It's getting there. They've got like one more generation. Well, they've there's big talk that like there's gonna be like a huge cultural change in the next twenty years because all the old people are gonna die yeah. in one big wave, and then all of these young progressive. <laughs> one big wave gonna be in New Japan again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's like, like a uh, just trigger is gonna switch, and then all the old people in Japan just drop down dead. Yeah. No, but like um. <laughs> one big wave. <laughs> a tsunami. Very insensitive. <laughs> This is becoming a very, that very insensitive very podcast. Poor taste. I'm very sorry. We're not being cute you don't at say. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, I didn't even get to do my last goodbyes. Fuck you guys. I work hard hey, on this. I'm all about tangents. All right. Just getting you guys so off finish topic. Finish up your goodbyes. Okay. So the last goodbye, which I included just because I think it's super cute. Um, Kiyotsukete. Oh, I stuttered when I said that because I'm fucking cold, but it's ki- I couldn't tell that you stuttered. Kiyotsukete. Uh, what was it? Ki o tsukete. Ki o tsukete? Ki o tsukete. It's T-S-U. It's like one of the harder um, syllables for English speakers to pronounce because there's su and then there's tsu. Yeah, that sounded exactly I've the same. I've never heard this before. Su, tsu, tsu. Yeah, that's, that's a little <laughs> too subtle for my taste. We should have just ended this goodbye segment with the last... That's this is terrible. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? Kiyotsukete <laughs> means like take care, like be careful. Don't it's die. another thing that you, it's another thing that like again you just see like Okasan's like chopping carrots in the kitchen. She's just, like Kiyotsukete because like it's when it's something that you say when somebody is leaving your home like a guest yeah. or when somebody is like going on a trip. 
Oh. How about uh, is there like an equivalent for like drive safe? Because that's like the kind of the big one. That here, would be right? like Kyotsukete again. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll have to listen for it. I've never heard this in my goddamn life. Gotta listen to the Mokasans. It's mom, by the way. Forgot. We didn't go over that word. It's mom. <laughs> Okaza? Okasan. Okasan? Okasan. Wait, wait. Okarasan? It's Okasan. Oka- There's two A's Oka- in there. Okay. All right. Okasan. All right. I gotcha. The next lesson is going to be so interesting because I'm just going to do Ben phrases. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, now if I ever have a Japanese mom, I'll know how to refer to her <laughs> actually if you're referring to your own mom you have to call them haha what okasan is like the term that you use for other people's moms oh like if you like affectionately call like a friend's mom your mom you call her okasan or like if you just want to say the word mom yeah like all moms everywhere then you would just say okasan as the word but if you're referring to your own mom like just mom give me a fucking chicken nugget from McDonald's, like, <laughs> 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 <You> say, haha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's or move. if you're being really formal with your mom. Sorry. Gotcha. Continue. Let's go to the next segment, which is we're just going to talk about what quickly what we've been uh, watching for the season. You need an intro for that too. Well, this is about what we're watching for the season. <laughs> <laughs> like you should just improv the intros every time. Um. I'm still watching the same shit, so I mean, nothing really to report. Yeah, on that. I'm still watching the same shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still pretty much the same quality. Nothing is even really happening in mine. Um, One Punch Man is kind of slowed down. You started watching that, right? Yeah, I don't like One Punch Man as much as I did for like the first half. Yeah, I'm finding series. that as well. It's... Like, after he joins the hero registry, yeah. it seems like they're like everyone just like wiped the sweat off their brow and they're like, Whew, we got them hooked. Let's take a break for a bit. The uh, we went through that entire budget. The relationship between Saitama and uh, Genos was just so funny for you know to begin with. Now mm-hmm. it's just like they're not really they're not really killing it anymore in, in terms of gags. No, because they're starting to understand each other, so they they don't have like as much of a foil yeah. as before. It's just not as funny. It's not as over the top. Mm-hmm. It got a little bit emotional for a while there. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Saitama's such a good guy. He's such a good protagonist. Yeah. I I just, I wanted them to keep going with the same feeling you had in like the first four episodes. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they'd get back to that. I yeah, think they will that's too. That's all I've seen is the first four episodes, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so that's One Punch Man. What else? Uh, you- what else have been seeing this season? Yeah. Uh, still just trucking along with Noragami, Haikyuu, yep. and Dragon Ball Super. You still up to date on uh, Dragon Ball Super, huh? God, it's a fucking mess. I feel like you're still <laughs> watching that, but you quit Stein's game. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dragon Ball Super is just like, it. I feel like I have to. Like, it's my solemn duty to at this point. Well, as long as you feel like it's your duty. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, so, like, somebody has to fucking watch Dragon Ball Super, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, uh, my favorite this season is still, you know, is The Order of Rabbit. It's just so cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely my my guilty pleasure. Also, Yuri Yuri is just hilarious. I'm loving it. It's uh, it's still super super different than um the first two seasons. The gag, I mean, the first two seasons were just really really strong gags. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
centered a lot of times centered around the the main character girl who didn't have a presence. So they always like have like gags where she just turned invisible. I really like characters that are like that. Yeah, and she would literally turn invisible for certain episodes. <laughs> I mean, and she had like this catchphrase like "Ocarine" <laughs> and turn invisible. <laughs> and like they make like her little weird buns would like be missiles. I mean, it was just a gag, fucking filled anime. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a sli- a super slice of life comedy. Not really over top gags at all. I mean, there's still tons of jokes in there, but I don't know. I kind of like over the top gags. It's a whole new feeling, but I, I I'm I'm enjoying this as much, if not more, than the previous incarnation. Wait, is this a series that has like the girl with the pink hair in like the pigtails, and at- people always lose shit in them? Uh. Yeah. I saw a compilation of that and it was fucking hilarious. That was the first two seasons though with those uh, really like over the top gags. Like they wouldn't do that sort of thing in in this in the current one though. Oh, see I really liked that. I know. It was it was awesome and you know you get tons of it. For Ben, like there was a character and she had these big poopy pigtails and they would like throw a paper ball and it would like land in her hair and then her hair would be like and it would just like slowly devour it and like pull it inside. That's awesome. Mhm. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 like yeah. The screaming. The faint screaming yeah, that's, that's, sounds. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, Amy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I just had to show Ben the video. I just <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still just loving that. It's probably my favorite of this series, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> so why they change styles? Uh, studio change. Oh, studio change. Yeah, then the studio that's doing it now is the same studio that's doing that uh, Tamayura series that I was talking about before, which is just super, like... Why do studio changes happen? Why do studio changes happen? Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of reasons. Sometimes the contract is up and they'll ask for a higher rate, and then the producers will be like, fuck you guys, and they'll go and bring it to somebody else who will do it cheaper. The, Sometimes they want to take it in like, a different direction stylistically. Okay. Yeah. Seems weird that to, that you would take it in a different direction creatively just because the studio wants a higher rate. Or the studio could be busy with another project, uh, the one that you had originally been working with, and yeah. you just have to go to a different studio. Exactly. To adapt the, the material. But it's like they don't huh. necessarily intend to do it so differently stylistically, but everyone has their own fucking opinions, and it changes so much depending upon who you have doing like art direction and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. Like The art director is huge. Okay, so... Who leads the series then? Is it this the guy writing it or the, the? I mean, like who's who's the main dude? Is it like the main dude who's like taking it and like, like isn't Akira Toriyama like the art director of Dragon Ball Z? No. Well, there's an art director and then there's like a director director. Okay. And so the director director is the one that oversees like the the series as a whole pretty much. Okay. And the director is attached to the studio, so if a uh, producer goes to a different studio you're going to work with a different director and the director will take it in like whatever fuck direction they want to weird with some pressure from the studio but again they hired him so at the end of the day they kind of have to or her but i've only ever seen him at the end of the day they only have to they really have to refer to his opinion so so whose vision is the show who's who's the guy or the, the the group of people who are like the show directors creator directors but directors can change yeah. So that would be like, say, Breaking Bad went from Vince Gilligan to somebody else randomly. So it's like a showrunner. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like um, 
like the new Star Trek series isn't being led by isn't being directed by J.J. Abrams. The new Star Trek movie is being taken over by the Fast and the Furious guy. Okay. Same series. So it's it's executive producer and showrunner basically equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. Okay. The other other anime I want to talk about uh, Awari Monogatari. Um, I think previously I said that it was just goddamn Monogatari fucking bullshit again. (laughs) (laughs) Say that word all the fucking time. (laughs) Oh, calm down. Three million shows. (laughs) Oh my God. This is only episode nine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we went over this before, right? There are so many because Monogatari is just like story. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime there's ever like action story, <laughs> love story, new story as like the title of an anime that has like Monogatari slapped on it. Maybe you shouldn't use the word story in your fucking title because it's kind of implicated by the fact that you're you have a <laughs> story to tell. They should just narrow it down to like love, action. Sure. <laughs> new. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, I previously said that this uh, I'm not loving this series this season because. Um, it's just the mystery angle is just a little bit, yeah, and uh, it's not as over the top and not quite as interesting as the previous seasons were. But I think it's sort of coming back around to being more where it usually is, it's just sort of stylistically, thematically, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's actually this the Owari Monogatari. This uh, second arc is is actually a lot better than the first one was. All right, that's so good. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm pretty content. All right, let's move on to um, a review. Sure. So I'll do a review. Can do like a smooth little segue. I've been watching, um, or I watched a different Shaft show. Oh, nice. And I didn't even know that it was Shaft when I went into it, but it's so easy to tell that it's Shaft within the first like 10 seconds. Which one? Um, I watched Maria Hollick. Okay. Did you ever hear about that? Um, I think. So it's a comedy through and through and the plot is that there is a lesbian girl who goes to an all-girls school so she just feels like she's in a fucking paradise but (laughs) this one character finds out that she's a lesbian and she simultaneously finds out that character is secretly a boy that is like that like snuck into the school so uh, it's just a comedy from there there's no real plot it's just (laughs) both of them kind of getting along in this Super conservative religious all girls school. So, is this a what, what year did this anime come out? I think the first one came out in like 2005 or something, and then the second season came out in like 2009. Oh, I don't know why I haven't watched it. Sounds like something I would like actually. Yeah, it's it was it's actually really funny. Um, first season I think that I liked more than the second, but that just might be because some of the jokes got older to me by the second one because it's that really nonsensical shaft humor that's like based off of like either randomness or puns mm. or something like that. Like um, there's a character who just knows an absurd amount of trivia knowledge. Nice. And so he'll just go on these really long spiels about random shit like Edo history or culinary arts in France or just things like that and it'll just drag for so long. But um... Yeah, really great sense of humor and um, really pretty animation. Not in that it has like a really high like frames per second rate, mm-hmm. but um, there's a lot of hand illustrated stuff like just done totally randomly in like fucking watercolors and colored pencils. Or um, there's a very big Art Nouveau theme through the whole thing. So uh, 
a lot of like repeating patterns and like stained glass scenes and stuff nice. like that. And um, the opening for the first season is like one of my favorites ever. So, which I can, I guess I can count on Shaft for because like all <laughs> of my favorite openings ever are made by Shaft. So Shaft is the best. I think they're my favorite studio. Yeah. Love Shaft. Shaft. I think they might be mine too. It's the only studio where I would really go out of my way to watch a series just yeah. because they made it. I mean, they have some stuff I don't like that much, but for the most part, I love them. Mm-hmm. Ben, it's time. Time for what? Time for you to do a goddamn series review. <clears throat> do it. Slut. Well, series everybody's probably already seen, so. I don't care. They do want to hear your opinion do on a it. review. Of, In depth. Uh... You made me watch Gurren Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. So many emotions. Ah. Oh, Calm yourself, Ben. Best review ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I liked it because, uh, like, I think you commented after that I only like subversive anime. Mm. It basically calls out all the stupid cliches <laughs> and bullshit. Which yeah. That's why, that's what I, you know, that's one of the things I really liked about it. But uh, I don't know. I liked that it. it got me really attached to a character. And then uh, took that character away. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I thought you didn't like that. You no, didn't watch I, it for like a month because of that. Well, well, yeah. It's just so uh, but, dangerous to start liking characters in that series because it doesn't do it just once. Yeah. So yeah. So I but I liked it because I don't know. I don't really like a whole lot of anime. So for it to to be good enough to be attached to a character and then do that, and yeah. then I I was I didn't want to watch it after because I figured cause that, that was like my whole reason for watching the show yeah uh that character who everybody probably knows who it is <laughs> uh and uh but then it ended up being really really good after that and actually i don't know it, it uh built and built and um the thing i liked about it most though is that it was fucking like every single episode it went somewhere it you know i think the, if, if it was dragon ball z that they would have stretched that out to 200 yeah, episodes, seriously. Story like everything, you know, every episode had movement. Um, I mean, it almost moved too fast, but it, it was all. It, I think it was paced pretty well, but uh, yeah, I, I just like the fact that it uh, was concise. Obviously, there was a very clear vision from the outset about what they were doing, what they wanted to do, and uh, it was uh, self-aware, but not too self-aware. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. I really, really liked the pacing, actually. I yeah. like that it just got so exponentially powerful yes. yep. in a way that DBZ should, right? Because mm -hmm. like it's with DBZ, their power level seems to reset with every big boss, despite yep. the fact that they train super hard for every single one, right? <laughs> right? But it's like there's no feeling of, there's no magnitude to their attacks because they're not like fucking destroying mountains all the time which they should be yeah. if they were increasing their powers consistently, right? Right, right. But I love that by the end of Gurren Lagann, they're actually like slinging galaxies around and shit right. like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's good too because you know they explain exactly why that power is increasing and what's happening. And yeah, so every single battle, the stakes are higher and you can see, vision. you know, you know that the stakes are higher because everything's getting bigger, everything's getting more powerful and you can see that. Um, you can just see the progression. All yeah, you're right. That, that, that was... It was just a really well done series from start to finish, and uh, I mean, I could nitpick with complaints about this or that, but overall, it was it was just super super well done. I forget how much I love Viral in, in that. Right, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he was so awesome. Actually, he's it's, awesome it's, and like his weird sense of honor but humbleness because he knows that he loses all the fucking time, but he's willing to work on it. He's like Vegeta. He was like the Vegeta of the series, yeah. Well, he's like intentionally <laughs> like the Vegeta of the series, right? Yeah. I mean, he, well, that wasn't like a mistake. Yeah. Exactly. He was designed <laughs> to be the Vegeta of the series. Uh, I don't know. It's it's the only other anime I've watched that I would recommend to other people. Like I recommend it to my dad and my brother to watch uh, Death Note, the Japanese version of it, just because I it had a good, you know, good pacing and it was interesting. At least the first half of it was. Um, and it, and it was it was unique and this is the same kind of thing and that I would I would recommend it to somebody who didn't like anime because it's that you know that unique and it, it's not it doesn't rely on on any other uh, material to really be good on its own although if you or understand that there's, these tropes exist and whatnot that you can appreciate some of that too so. mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah super good uh, Death Note is definitely something I recommend to newcomers as well yeah it's like it's a gateway drug it's but uh, recently, I also recommend Attack on Titan, and uh, yeah. you know, I, you would you wouldn't recommend Attack on Titan to I a newcomer. I would recommend like the pilot, maybe. You didn't love this series. No, it, it just got more convoluted, and nothing was mm. getting accomplished, and it was it's all true. Like, it was very frustrating. It's all like, and then they had fucking episodes there. Like they had a whole episode where that retarded little whiny strategist guy is like, "Ooh, I have to come up with a strategy right now to get out of this situation <laughs> where people who are, who are allies and should be fucking accepting us are going to try and kill us and His fucking... entire strategy is just like, we should talk to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible strategy. So you'd recommend Gurren Logan over Attack on Titan? Oh, fuck that's, yes. That's I mean, I, I enjoy Attack on Titan, Yeah, but hell no, I wouldn't recommend huh. that to somebody who wasn't into anime. I've got a new gateway drug anime to recommend to people, especially what, because it's short that? and sweet. Um, I mentioned it on the note online, but um, Little Witch Academia, I'm now using as like a gateway drug to people for anime. Huh. Why is that? Because it's just, um, so Little Witch Academia, you're familiar with it, right, Jared? Mm-mm. Oh, neither of you are familiar with it? No. So Little Witch Academia is made by the spinoff studio that did Gurren Logan and Fooly Cooly and all those. Oh, okay. so the original studio is Gainax and the spinoff studio is Trigger. Yeah. They took like the, the cream of the crop from Gainax and produced their own studio, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Trigger's first real official piece was this 30-minute short called Little Witch Academia, which is a story of just kind of a little girl who wants to be like the strongest witch at a wizarding school. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I use it as a gateway drug because it's like fucking anime Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like very um very similar main characters and uh, just like really feel good kind of childish plot with incredibly well done animation and it's only 30 minutes so it's not a really big investment right it's a really short and sweet story and oh it's a one-off ova yeah but that's probably why i didn't um, watch it yeah they had a sequel funded that just came out this past october and uh, the sequel is an hour long. Okay. But they're both available on Netflix now. Um, recommend Japanese over English because the dubbing kind of sucks voice acting wise. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you guys should go watch it. Cool. Do you think I should have Ben watch uh, Kill a Kill since you like Gurren Logan? It's so similar in so many ways. It's true. I think that before you make, if you're going to make Ben watch Kill a Kill though, you should at least show him pictures or trailers of the work that it's based off of, though. Like, show him the trailer for Witchblade so that he has some perspective on, like, why <laughs> the fuck they do all the things that they do Yeah. in Kill a Kill. 
Yeah, I mean, I like I appreciated in Gurren Logan that you know they were just fucking just powering up. Like the, the way to overcome a challenge was to fucking power up more and get more angry and yeah, emotional. Yeah, exactly. Motivate yourself right. more. Yeah, because that's like you know, the, that's the trope, and you know, so that was cool. But also, I watched the English version. I, I didn't watch the Japanese version. So the English version voice acting was awesome. Kill a Kill has a decent dub too, I believe. I don't know. I haven't heard heard the dub, but yeah, I think you'd like Kill a Kill. It's from Studio Trigger, so it's like the same. A lot of the same people that made Gurren Lagann. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. very similar stylistically, like super colorful, really crazy over the top action sequences kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. All right. Um, the anime I'm going to talk about. Um, School Live. Uh, I have to issue a re- retraction on that. <laughs> I think, I believe, I've, probably a couple episodes ago, I, I said, oh, it's going to be shit, don't watch it, blah, blah, blah. Flagrantly dismissed <laughs> it together. Yeah. <laughs> Studio Lursh from summer 2015. Um, I thought it was going to be an idol anime because School Live, right? What, what do you think when you hear School Live and see a bunch of little cute girls on cover art? Idol, right? Yep. Uh No. It's not an idol anime. It's not an idol anime at all. It's a fucking zombie apocalypse anime. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, what is that from? Oh, give me a break. Really? Arrested Development? Oh. Please. Okay. Never watched? Of, of course I watch Arrested Development. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I've made a huge mistake. I couldn't go find a good clip without like you know the music and shit in the back, but that was the best. Well, good job. <laughs> no, I'll always know what that was. Yeah. He was my favorite character, probably. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, I, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's actually called School Live, first of all. I think it's actually called School Live. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the Makes girls... Makes so much more sense. Just that tiny change. Yeah, because the girls are members of the Living at School Club because they are trapped in their school. <laughs> <laughs> Full of undead students. So they're surrounded by zombies, and their their solution is to make a club. Well, here's the thing: it's a moe, cute girls doing cute things anime in the zombie apocalypse. Weird. Which is super weird. So are there just like really destroying moments where one's just like, "Oh, let me go get more tea," and then she opens the door, and there's like a million zombies, and she just slowly like closes it again, or what? <laughs> like, uh, the main character is uh had like a mental breakdown. So she is uh, delusional. I see. (laughs) (laughs) So she thinks that she's just going to school every day and she like talks to like uh, empty desks like they're like covered in blood and stuff. And like (laughs) 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 and then like her her friends will come in and be like, oh, okay, she's just talking to herself again. No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really you don't really realize what's going on. Well, fuck, this is a lot of spoilers here. <laughs> you don't really realize what's going on until after the first episode's finished. You're like, oh, okay. I'm okay with having spoilers for the first episode, though, because if I didn't know that this was like a moi anime that takes place in a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't start it. So <laughs> yeah. you, know, you thankfully spoiled it for me, and now I'll go watch this, it. This sounds like a uh, show we were talking about doing a spec pilot for years ago. Yeah. We were talking about doing a spec pilot um, for a uh, just a, a regular, like, three camera sitcom, you know, like full house or something, yeah. but set in the zombie apocalypse. So, you know, this family's like 
pulled up in like this abandoned <laughs> gas station. But it's all like you know the stupid humor and there's a yeah. laugh track and oh of course and then like, like there's a studio audience. But the neighbor comes over like the neighbor who comes over to bar a cup of sugars just coming over to borrow some penicillin for his wife who's about to die. And the audience know? like claps whenever they see him because yeah. he's like the comic relief. Yeah, character. Like, yeah he like he just spends some time like just standing at the <laughs> yeah. door looking cool. Oh man, that'd be so funny. Oh, we and and still the first do episode, that. the whole conflict is like. You know, somebody's been bitten and and uh, they're trying to hide it. So the, and, the, and the audience is laughing at them, trying to hide it from everybody else. Oh, my goodness. That's great. I know. We should still make like, it sometime. You could use like all yeah. the same tropes as like when the little kid in the family is hiding an animal or something like that. But yeah. they're just hiding a bite mark. <laughs> He's hiding a bite mark. <laughs> right. Why haven't we made that yet? That's actually I still forgot. brilliant. Now that I'm talking about it, we should fucking make that. All right. <laughs> well, we'll have a meeting about that later. All right. Um, so... As You're gonna have as... to find like a saxophone opening theme, though. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. Continue. As far as cast, what's his face who played Uncle Joey? He's not doing anything. <laughs> Damn cool. He's been doing for like twenty years. So <laughs> hey, he's doing Fuller House. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Oh Sorry. yeah, that was just announced. Yeah. All right. Shit. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna finish my review. All right. Assholes. Sorry. <laughs> um, you don't want to talk about Fuller House on your anime podcast? <laughs> I guess. I guess not. Um, as far as would I recommend someone actually watch this, it's, it's a, I would give it a six out of 10. Oh, really? Uh, bummer. Just the way that you described it made it sound like it had such potential. It's really cool. Like, but it doesn't really go anywhere too much. I don't know. It's a good idea that just kind of peters out into nothing. You know what? Fuck it. Seven out of 10 because it's only one core you can you can sit through twelve episodes even if you don't like it, right? Wait, does, it have, does it have an ending? Uh, it's open ended. I think the manga continues. Uh, so they're they're sort of leaving it open for a sec a second season. But you could also just call it the end. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's just there's some uh there's a, there's a little bit of like a Deus Ex Machina element to the end that would just sort of, you know, one of those things where things work out when they shouldn't, it just sort of bugs you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. That's just sort of the feeling I got a little bit at the very, very end. But, I mean, the whole rest of the anime is kind of enjoyable. Especially if you like Moe slice of life stuff. I mean, the girls are cute and they do cute things. So, yeah. I might give it a shot tonight. Just try for something different, really. But don't have huge expectations. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um... That's all I have. I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Full House some more? <laughs> oh, um, we can end on kind of a sad note. I don't think I'm going to finish Hibari Sketch. Why? Oh, because of the Seiyu dying? Just, no. I just don't think it's for me. And I wanted to tell you while we were recording so I could break your heart in front of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's just... It was just too sweet. I was like I told you, I could only do like two episodes at a time. So I would like put it on in the evening, like just like have some ice cream and watch some Hibari sketch or something like that. But it was just too cutesy and nothing really happened ever. And cute girls doing cute things only works for me like one out of 10 times. Well, it works for me every single day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> God help you if I ever have you watch um, Is the Order a Rabbit or, or something like that. I <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's too much CGDCT, then you know. Strap me to a chair like Clockwork Orange style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm very upset, Alex. Urgh, how dare you? It doesn't make a bit of difference, guys. <laughs> the balls are inert. It's true. 
Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm speechless. I just thought, I think that's funny. I can never gauge what you're going to emotionally react to because you ranted about how I should watch Steins Gate for like 15 minutes. But then I tell you I don't like one of your favorite slice of life animes and didn't make it past like episode six. And you're like, you're yeah, okay. It's not one of my favorites. Is he the knows thing. deep down it's fucking shit. No, it's not shit. Oh, I thought it great. was one of your favorites, though. It's you great. Like- okay. But I mean, one of my favorites. I mean, if you were to dog on like Non Non Biori or something, then we would have we'd come to fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're gonna not like Hidamari sketch, eh, <laughs> I can live with it. I can accept it. See, I even got the title wrong. I think I called it Hibari. Yep. Hidamari sketch. See, yep, there it is. Why don't you learn Japanese, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking teach us, teach yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got to end this, guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ben, we have to end this now. <laughs> we can't keep going forever. Yeah, Ben, stop trying to talk about anime when we're done recording. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, look forward to another episode again in the near future. Should be good times. Good times. And uh, yeah, goodbye. Bye.